Have you ever wanted to work with me one-on-one in person? Well, now is your chance. I am going to be hosting an in-person workshop and I want you there. It is called Business Pro. This day is going to be jam-packed, really getting you streamlined and up-leveled in your business and life on where you want to go. Plus, we have an incredible group of panelists that are going to be there, some of the industry's top people ready to share with you all of their secrets of how to grow a sustainable and thriving business. And we're not done yet. If you have a spouse or a business partner that you want to come along with you, they get to come for free. That is right. I do not want them to miss out on everything that this amazing day is going to offer you, which is why I allow them to come at no additional cost. Head on over to juliesolomon.net slash bizpro to get all the information and to save your seat. We only have a few more seats left and it's just around the corner. So I do not want you guys to miss this. Again, that's juliesolomon.net slash B-I-Z-P-R-O. Can't wait to see you at bizpro. Welcome to Influencer Insights. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. In this 10-minute training series, I answer your most asked questions and sought-after advice about blogging, online branding, and influencer growth with step-by-step strategies you can take action on right away. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Influencer Insights. These are some of my favorite ones because we get to do live Q&As with listeners. And today we have a really good question that came in through our listener, Jana Gobel. Am I saying that right, Jana? Yeah, it's Go Bay, but close enough. Go Bay. Okay. I was like, I know I'm probably going to get it wrong. That's okay. Um, But I'm really excited to dive in. I think that the question that you have today is one that a lot of our listeners have. There's actually a few questions in here. Um, So I'm just going to share the question and then we can kind of get into it. So you had asked, um, I have a blog, but it's for my photography business and I've wanted to turn it into a more personal blog for years and years. Is blogging dead? Is it too late? I'm 41. Am I too old? What's happening? So (laughs) does that kind of sum up the the gist of, of of the question? Yes. And I'm sorry, there's like five questions in there, but I'm just sort of stifled with all of it. So I'm just in a frozen state and I know that you can help me. So, um, is blogging dead? That's a big question. Yes. So, and I have a quick answer. No, no, (laughs) it's not, it's not dead. As long as there are people using what is called the internet, um, blogging will not be dead. And it's kind of that idea of, you know, is email dead? No, it's not dead is, uh, you know, is texting dead? Like are, are all of these various forms of how we communicate dead? And they're not, as long as there's someone who reads blogs, which there are, and there has been really since the beginning of the two thousands, um, it's not going anywhere. It may have different iterations or people may evolve out of it and into other things, but then people are constantly starting blogs as well. So blogging is absolutely not dead. I don't see it going away anytime at all. I mean, as a matter of fact, you see a lot of newspapers and magazines and all of that stuff starting, you know, blogger imprints, if you will. So definitely not dead. Okay. And your next question of, um, are you too old and is it too late? So the first thing I I want to say, go ahead. I just feel like I look at all the, the blog sphere and it's all, you know, 20 something perfect feeds curated. And I just feel that's not what I am. And is there a space for people my age? Yes. So are you too old? No. And honestly, (laughs) the only person that cares about how old you are is you, right? Okay. So you just have to remember, and it's, it's a very common thing, you know, as 
a lot of us get older and get into new phases and chapters of our lives, you know, we start to have that fear of is our clock ticking and what's happening. But something to to note, um, Jana, and I don't know if you know this, but people over the age of 55 actually have the highest startup rate of businesses globally. Really? Really. Oh my so, God. And they even say that nowadays because of entrepreneurship and people kind of, you know, they'll have their kids, they'll raise their families, they'll do their corporate job, and then they kind of get into their 50s and then they want to start something new that they say that a lot of the workforce in America, over 25% actually, is going to be over the age of 25 in the next 10 to 15 years. I'm sorry, it's going to be over the age of 55 in the next 10 to 15 years. So no, you're not too old. And no, it's not too late. It's not too late to start anything as long as you have the passion and the vision and the drive for it. So it's not dead. You're not too old. It's not too late. The only time that it becomes too late is when you're no longer on this planet, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. And the question that I would love for you to just cut, to kind of pose to you for you to think about as we get off of this conversation is that you need to kind of do like a, what I call like the 10-year gut check. In okay. 10 years from now, are you going to look back and regret not doing what you want to do, yes or no? And if the answer is yes, then you should definitely try it, pursue it, dive, dive into it. See if it's, if it's something that you want to keep going, test it out, make it happen. There's nothing worse than, you know, and you hear about it a lot, the people on their deathbeds, they say, you know, the biggest regret that they had was living the lives that other people wanted them to live, not really living the life that they wanted or not really doing that thing that they really wanted to do because they were afraid or they were scared or they thought that people would make fun of them or they had comparison issues or what have you. So okay. it's never too late unless you think it's too late. Just like you're not too old unless you think you're too old. Okay. Um, I love that. Yeah. So that's just, that's like a, a mindset shift that you have, you have to kind of take that BS out of the way and stop telling yourself those lies because it's not serving you at all. The only way that it's potentially serving you is just keeping you stuck and small and giving you this false sense of safety that doesn't exist. Okay. That's exactly what it's doing is keeping me small and I'm afraid to do anything. So I've just been staying in the same spot. So thank you. And how does that. that, how does that feel? Not good. I feel stagnant and I feel in my own head and my business isn't growing that way. And I want to, you know, further my photography career outside of just photography. So I feel like I already have the presence. I just need to branch off with it and not be afraid to do it. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. 
Make sure to follow This Is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This Is Small Business for sponsoring the show. And another thing to note that I think a lot of people have this idea that if we're supposed to be passionate about something or do something, that there's not supposed to be any fear attached to it. But that's just, again, that's like this other false sense. You're you're absolutely going to have fear in anything that you dive into, anything that's new, right? Because we don't know what we don't know. There's always fear of, am I going to do it right? Am I going to do it wrong? Am I going to waste time? Am I going to waste money? Like all of these things that we say day in and day out. And I don't care how successful someone may be. I was actually just talking to a man named Michael Hyatt earlier today, who's a massive entrepreneur and has built so much that he actually originally started as a blogger as well in 2004 and has this thriving multi-seven figure business and teaches people how to become leaders. And he was talking about how every single time he writes a new book, he's terrified. Every time he speaks on stage, there's the fear there. It's, 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 it's always constant and never leaves you. But that is the one thing that is so common in all of us that when we start thinking of it in that way of like, this is just something that's going to be here. It's not something that, that I need to try to fix or control or change. It's just kind of part of the process of starting something new. And it's part of any process of creativity. What you don't want the fear to do is allow you to stay resistant to moving forward because that's when the stagnation and that, that feeling stuck and not making a decision at all comes into play. Okay. That makes perfect sense. And that's exactly where I am on the brink of. So I appreciate you taking the time and really answering my question. Yeah. And then you, you had an, another one that you said, I have a blog, but it's for my photography business. I want, and I've wanted to turn it into more of a personal blog for years and years. Yeah. So the thing that I would love to leave you with is that to me, I don't really see those things being contingent upon one another, meaning you should be able to start a personal blog and that should be like its thing and it lives here and it's great and okay. kind of completely separate from your photography business and the content that you need to create and share for that. Okay. Like okay. You, you, you don't need to necessarily turn it into a personal blog if they're going to be separate entities. If you're just wanting to create a personal blog to share more of you, give more of your life, do more of that stuff, you can create that any, you could create it when we get off this phone call, you know, really. Right. Yeah. If you're wanting to become more of your own brand and infuse your photography business with more of a personal self, then you can just start naturally doing that. That's exactly what I would like to do. Yeah. So then just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to necessarily be this staunch strict, like now I have to turn it into this and how do I do that? And, and are people going to be interested and what's going to happen and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's right. taking that idea out that it has to look and feel a certain way and you can just start to naturally progress and having more of the lifestyle, personal content or whatever it may be for you that you want to add in there. And, but still keeping that component of the business because that's, that's what's monetizable. That's what brings in the income. That's what brings in the customers. You know, yep. that's the business portion of it. But show, sharing more of like a 360 view of your life can also be incorporated in that. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Okay. I really appreciate that because I was stuck on that point too. So that really helps me. I really appreciate that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate your question. Thank you for your time. And I'm definitely going to be signing up for Shine. I, like When you launched that, I had everything that I've been waiting for. You kind of checked all the boxes for me. So I'm definitely going to be applying as soon as it comes out. Amazing. Yes. We're so excited for it. It uh, releases 
February 17th and it will be open for five days. So get excited, right. get in there. I'm on my email. I am. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, so Thanks. nice to meet you. And I can't wait to learn more about you as we go on. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. All right, guys. So if you loved her question and want to share your thoughts about it, please make sure to screenshot this episode on your Instagram. Tag me. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from her question. If you had any ahas or gleams that kind of came up from it, because we would love to hear your feedback from those questions as well. All right, guys, I will see you next week for another episode. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram, head on over to our Facebook group at the Influencer Podcast, and let me know your thoughts about today's show. All right, I will see you again, same time, same place next week.